Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Jeff Need Sports. Uh, this is Super Bowl. We'll call it Super Bowl week. The, it, you know, it's uh, the lead up to the Super Bowl. It's an uh, off the ball network. Uh, tonight we're doing something, something kind of fun, something I came up with in the last minute. And I got one of the best in the business to help me. I got Mo Murphy from Up in Flames. And we're going to talk about who we think are the best five players playing in the Super Bowl game between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams. Mo Murphy, how are you tonight? Hey, I'm good, Jeff. You know, quick little show. Always great when you and me link together. I feel like we just have the chemistry. You know, we get our notes together, but I'm like, we just go. We just, yeah, we just absolutely. It. That's why I said we are like, our pre-shows would be we could do a podcast out of them. I don't, you know, <laughs> m- most of the time I should probably just start hitting record as soon as we get started and uh, save yeah, ourselves the trouble. Yeah, that's where some of our better conversations come from is pre-show and post-show anyway. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So before I reveal the list, you know, I, g- I gave you this assignment, quote unquote assignment. How did you come up with your top five? Basically, God, what was the quick qui- criteria in your mind that you came up with your top five? I mean, mine for me was talent, obviously, like just who are the five best players when they step on the field, but then kind of ranking them and and distinguishing who goes where was impact that I think they'll have on this game. I think that was also important, uh, you know, and then I I also thought about it. I'm like, man, I think the Rams, it was almost a point to me where I'm like, the Rams might have the five best players on the field. And then we start going after that. Um, Obviously there's one guy we'll get into, but I was like, the Rams may possibly have the five best players, especially when I started thinking about my impact. I'm like, if we start really going impact, but then I was like, I got to give shout out to the talent. And, you know, one of the guys at Cincinnati had an amazing year. But I don't know. When you look at talent, when you start thinking about the five best players, I'm like, it's a little lopsided, to be honest. It it really is. Now, Cincinnati is really good across the board. But as far as like, and not, and not just stars. We're not talking about stars. We're talking about the actual best players on the field. It, it's hard to overlook. When I was doing my list, the first thing I do when I do a list is I uh, I throw the names out there, and then I rank them because I, I, I don't want to – if I try to think of them in order, I, I get ahead of myself. So I'll, I, I did like immediately who I thought the 10 best players were, and then I kind of went from there and whittled it down. I, did, I factored in – not only did I factor in you know how good they are, individuals, I did factor in like – kind of how important they are to their team's success and like man who could they, who was the, who would be the worst guy to lose you know who would be the worst guy to not show up that day or whatever that's so we're kind of on the same same plan here so without further ado i'll show uh, uh me and mo's list i'm, I'm gonna warn you like it's top five so there's gonna be a lot of overlapping here we understand this but um and then we'll kind of go we'll go down through it here so there we are on the jeff needs sports side number one i got cooper cup Number two, I got Aaron Donald. Number three, I got Jalen Ramsey. All Rams so far. Number four, uh, I got Trey Hendrickson, for, uh, Cincinnati defensive lineman. And number five, I got Jamar Chase, Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver. On the right side, I got up in flames side. Mo's list is one, Aaron Donald, defensive lineman, the Los Angeles Rams, which he might be the number one player in football, people would argue. Number two, Jalen Ramsey, defensive back, Los Angeles Rams. Number three, Cooper Cup, wide receiver, Los Angeles Rams. And then he's got at number four, Jamar Chase, wide receiver, Cincinnati Bengals. And at number five, the, the, the one difference we have, he's got his number five. He's got Matt Stafford, the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. So before we get to our differences, we'll talk about the common guys here. Um, you put you put Donald number one. I got Donald number two. So I'll start with you. Like just, I, I know it. I don't know how quick you said Aaron Donald, but um, how, how did you just? What was your knee, knee jerk reaction to put Donald at one? 
Uh, he was the first name that I thought about when I'm like, okay, I'm going to rank Aaron Donald. Like you said, he's arguably the best player in football. And that's kind of where I came up with Aaron Donald being number one. Um, his impact on the game since he's been in the league, obviously. But then, like I said, you know, I kind of thought about like impact on this game in particular on the Super Bowl. And I think, you know, when we talk about the, the Bengals weakness, I think this is a game where, you know, he possibly <laughs> has a Super Bowl MVP campaign-ish game in this game. I think this is the wrong guy that uh, the Bengals want to have to see opposite their poor offensive line. I mean, saw what the Titans did. And then obviously, you know, we'll t- I'm sure we'll talk about honorable mentions and stuff, but you talk about that front seven that they're going to have to face it, with Aaron Donald leading. And man, I mean, that that's just how he was number one. He was the first, like yeah. when I thought about top five, I'm like the best player on the field when they step on after the coin toss and they put their, they put their cleats on that turf. Aaron Donald's the best player on the field. Yeah, I, I agree with purely the best player on the field, and that's that's most games. I went with Cup number one. Uh, I, went, I went with Donald number two. We'll talk about Cup here in a second. I went with Donald number two basically because I really, really tried to think about it, and I really believe that just the way they're playing right now and everything that Cup has done, especially in the playoffs, not to mention – I mean, he's had damn near the best re- wide receiver season in history – just what he means right now to Stafford. So he kind of keeps two players going. And that's what I, to me, that's why I put cup over Donald, even though I think that Donald, I totally agree. This is his game. I think this is Aaron Donald Super Bowl. I think this is just as exactly like Reggie white uh, back when he, you know, went to green Bay and he beat the Patriots in 97 and he owned that game. And it was all about, you know, him. I think this is Aaron Donald's game. So I, I got Aaron Donald too, even though, it, it was it was really uh, splitting hairs towards the end. So uh, we'll go. So at number two, you got Jalen Ramsey. I got Jalen Ramsey at number three. I got Ramsey there just because I think he's the best defensive back in the game by far. Um, I think he might be the best defensive back in the league <laughs> throughout the year. But he's also a guy when you talk about what they need, what the Bengals need to do offensively, like Ramsey is going to be so key to, to making the defense go, to helping – I mean, I don't know if he goes one on one with Chase. You know, we'll, we'll get into that here in a second. I'll ask you, but so I went with Ramsey. I think he's a, the third best player on the field, and I think he might be the third most important player in the game for the Rams. So uh, you got Ramsey at two. Talk about Jalen Ramsey a little bit. Yeah, once again, um, this is a guy who's probably a top five player, regardless of position in football. When you just talk about impact, especially when you have the resume that he has year in and year out, we saw what he did. Obviously, we go back to Jacksonville when they made the AFC championship. But even still, I think about what his impact has to be on this game. And so knowing that even if he's the third most talent, he's going to have probably the most important impact outside of Aaron Donald. I think Aaron Donald could possibly have the easier job. I think Jalen Ramsey has the toughest job of anybody on the field uh, when it comes to this Super Bowl on uh, next Sunday. That's why I put him at number two, because part of it was talent. The other part to me was impact and what you need from that person. And I think he's the second most important guy, because like you said, I mean, essentially that wide receiver group of Boyd Higgins Mm. and Chase, we would imagine Jalen Ramsey is going to follow Jamar Chase around uh, all day. And so if you have that task, that could be what eats away, you know. If Jalen Ramsey doesn't do his job, that's that could be what eats away at the Rams and and ultimately makes this game a shootout. So I think if you could take Jalen Ramsey, you could take Jamar Chase out of the game. You take a whole nother weapon, so you already take one read away from Joe Burrow, which makes his time to uh, the time that he has to throw the ball makes it a lot shorter 
with a lot more firepower coming at him. So I think Jalen Ramsey is very, very, very – I almost think he has the most important job in this game, but I just think Aaron Donald, to me, he's uh, – yeah, I, th- I think I agree with that. I think uh, I, I totally agree with everything you said. I think Ramsey, if Ramsey can go, if, if he can, if he can go single coverage with chase, just, just enough times we saw it burn Kansas city. The, the few times that they tried to go with chase, you know, one-on-one, they completely failed. It cost them the game winning touchdown, um, all the, or the game buying touchdown, all these things like, if Ramsey can hold up, you know, to Jamar Chase or whoever, it might be Higgins. The Cincinnati's kind of loaded at wide receiver. They got a nice receiving core and with, you know, you know, across the board. But uh Ramsey's gotta make a play. It, it might be, it might be a simply a pass defended. It might be, it might be an interception. Who knows? Um, he's gonna be out too. This is another one of those games that it feels like he real I think all these Rams, the one thing they all have in common is they know how important this game is. That you don't just walk, especially after seeing what happened to the Chiefs last week you know, in year four of their dynasty. Now they've got all these questions about them. I don't think the Rams want to take this game for granted and waste it. I think they want to be more like the Bucks last year, understand what's ahead of them and, and play hard. And I think Ramsey is, is the guy to do that. So now number three, you got Cooper cup. I, I got Cooper cup at one. So just uh, talk a little bit about Cooper cup and then, and then I already explained why I put him up to, up to one. So when I look at Cooper Cup, what he's done is nothing short of amazing this year. Uh, <laughs> he's the best wide receiver in the league. Uh, he's in unprecedented waters. I think he's like 18 yards away from having the most receiving yards uh, in, a, in a single playoff run. Um, so I'm pretty sure he'll get that. But when I look at his importance is I'm like, there's a guy who showed us last week that he could get over 100 yards and make a huge impact that you have to be concerned about. And that's Odell Beckham Jr. And so yeah. when I look at that, when I think about it, Cooper Cup, immensely talented just as important ranks number one at his position just like Ramsey does and just like Donald does but when you talk about impact it's like okay if he's taken out of the game for at any point then they have to worry about Eli Apple guarding Odell Beckham so I think there's a skate Ooh, point. Cooper Cup to not play his greatest game this uh in this uh matchup in the Super Bowl I think there's a there's a fine line where like if he has 50 60 yards but Odell Beckham has a big game that Rams offense will still remain explosive enough for them to get the job done and win the Super Bowl. So that's why I put him at three. Yeah, and and I like I like this matchup for Cup in this game is is why I got him at one. Everything you just said, I think it's so important. I think he has proven this year that he can he finds a way, he finds the seams and the holes in all these defenses. And I talked about it a few weeks ago with my friend Dan. He he plays like the same role type of role as far as like you know, giving your quarterback the open spot, but instead of getting 10 yards, like we used to have a possession receiver, this guy gets chunks. Like he's made two or three of the biggest plays in the playoffs already. Like he finds a seam, but he turns it into 35 yards. Um, you know, his, his catch radius is huge for a guy that, you know, that, that can run the routes he does. I think he's crucial. And I, I really think he can expose some, some major weaknesses in Cincinnati defense. The Cincinnati defense has played good as of late. And a lot of it's because of a guy I'll talk about here in a minute. But the, the truth is, throughout the season, their secondary can be got. Um, it really can. We saw it the first half of the Chiefs game. They looked like they had no idea what was going on until they switched things up. That's a different conversation that we've had a couple times already. But I really think that uh, – and I think, again, that Cup makes Stafford go. Uh, and I think, you know, that's – you got your quarterback's got to have a good game. He's going to need that guy. Cup's got to bail him out a couple times. And, you know, he I think – 
he's kind of the engine that's going to make this thing go for him. So that's why I got him a one still at three, you know, we're on the same plane here. So number four, we finally have a guy that's on my list and not on your list. I I put Trey Hendrickson in from Cincinnati. This guy has had a wonderful playoff. He had a great season um, coming up from new Orleans, kind of unheralded Uh, this, you know, defensive linemen's always are even, even Aaron Donald for a couple years, there was just whispers about, Hey man, have you seen this guy out in LA? Hey man, you seen this guy out in LA by the time he gets like year five, everybody's like, Oh wait, is that he's the best defensive lineman we've ever seen. Henderson is not at that level, but as far as like, he said quietly, a really good season. And what I saw him do to Mahomes last week, he really, really bothered him. And that's, that's, what's important. Just bothered him. Just if it wasn't getting, you know, actually getting close to him or getting contact or, it was uh, had a hand in the air at the right time. He knows he knows when to um, you know drop back and just try to just try to make a screen. You know, try to try to block a pass or something, get a paw on it, and bat it down. He's made huge plays that way. I think he's the he's I to me he's the most important part of the Cincinnati defense in the Super Bowl. If he if he doesn't go good or if they can if they can stall him, I, I don't think you know I think Cincinnati's in big trouble. So I've actually had Trey Henderson before, and I think he's purely. Going, you know, at the end of next year, I think we'll be talking about how he's one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL. What do you think of Trey Henderson? How was was he close on your list? Did you did he make uh did he make the top ten? Yeah, oh, he easily made the top ten. He was six. Uh, he was honorable. Oh wow. Uh, the next two, if I was to do six or seven, they actually would be uh Cincinnati Bengals players. One of them would just be for the simple fact his impact is going to be very important. I could talk. We can talk about the importance of everybody's impact. Oh uh, yeah. But he, he's played absolutely amazing. He's done what you needed him to do. You know, when we thought like he would miss a playoff game, we thought that was going to be key for Cincinnati anyway. And, and so we've counted him out or whatever. But I think this offensive line for the Rams is very stout. They don't give up a lot of sacks. I mean, you know, you can apply pressure. He's going to be very important. But talent-wise, I think he'd be in top five. I mean, he's six. Like, for me, he's six. But when I look at his impact, I don't know how much he will have or how much he'll have to have. I mean, because you always say, like, the key to getting to a quarterback is applying pressure. But at the same time, I don't know if, like, the key is, like, the difference will be whether he rattles Stafford or not. Like, I still think whether he gets to Stafford or not, the Bengals will definitely have an opportunity to win this game. And I think it's going to come in the pass game, which for the guy who I put at number seven, I think he's going to be – very key. I talked about how Jalen Ramsey has the toughest job, but I think, you know, when we start talking about the honorable mentions, this guy, I think he's going to have just, almost just as tough of an assignment and a, and a task to ultimately impact the game. But Trey Hendrickson, I mean, being in the top five definitely isn't outlandish. Yeah. I, and, and I'm, and here's what I'm banking on. And we'll get into it here in a second with our honorable mentions. I'm banking that he wins, that he wins his battle. And that's what I had him at six or seven. And then I'm like, you know what? I think he's going to win that day. Cause I was trying to decide between him and Whitworth, to be honest with you. And I'm like, I'm like, I think Hendrickson's Hendrickson's going to win the battle. And so I, I edged him up to four um, and we'll see, but I really think he's pivotal. So you're number four. We got a Cincinnati Bengal finally on your list. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know why you love the Rams so much, but uh, so we got uh, we got Jamar Chase. Um, I don't think we're surprising anybody here. I've got him at five. I'll just say that right away. So we're probably in the same ballpark. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll go first. I had him more just because he can do so much and he puts so much pressure on a defense, and he's proven, you know, game in and game out that you know, even as as last week, he has the biggest touchdown of the game and so on and so forth. Um, Burrow, trust him. Burrow's going to need him in this game, just like Stafford's going to need Cup. 
Um, I, he's physically talented. He's a matchup nightmare. You got to worry about him on every play. He reminds me, he reminds me of the best version of Odell Beckham Jr., which Odell Beckham Jr. is just a, he's a little older player now, but at one point it was like you can't take your eye off of him for one play or it can be an 80-yard touchdown. So as far as a game breaker, as far as an outlet guy, as far as I think he's I think the pressure doesn't get to him, the big plays. The only reason I even debated it was because he's a rookie. And then I'm like, hey, I gotta wipe that out of my head. This guy's proven it for what 20 games now. So uh I went Jamar Chase five. You went four. What do you think of Jamar Chase? Obviously, you like him. Yeah, I mean, elite talent, you know, great rookie year. I think you know, this is a guy who's gonna be in your top three to top five wide receivers year in and year out from here on out. Uh, starting with the preseason position rankings. You know, that's what people love is where, where do you have their guy ranked at? I think he's going to be a top three to top five wide receiver for the next six to eight years at the very least. Um, he's elite. He skipped that year and everybody had questions about him. You know, I was high on Jamar Chase going into the draft. You know, I said he would be the most impactful offensive rookie this year. Uh, and he's held true to that. His team is in the Super Bowl. And uh, what I love more about Chase than anything is that I feel like, and it's still going just because people can't put their pride to the side, but he should have ended the whole who was more important for the Bengals drafting PD school, <laughs> drafting Jamar Chase. Like, he made me look great. I was mock drafting him there. He, he he outdid his counterpart, Justin Jefferson, after sitting out a year. That's what people were afraid of. One year away from football could is three to four years away from anything else uh, when you talk about the equivalent, even though he's a young guy. But, I mean, like you said, I talk about Jalen Ramsey and his most important job is going to be stopping Jamar Chase, but this is going to be Jamar Chase toughest matchup. Yeah. He's probably had all year. Um, especially oh, yeah. one-on-one. I mean, I, the thing is though, man, Ramsey's not on him. I think that's when chase, if, if Ramsey is not one-on-one with him, following him the whole game, those plays where Ramsey is not lined up over chase will be the biggest plays of the game for Cincinnati's offense, because that is when Jamar Chase yep. is going to have to take full advantage for the simple fact that he is better and can outwork the guy in front of him as long as it's not Jalen Ramsey. Especially with the Rams. I mean, I, Eric Weddle is a smart guy, but you know, that dude was doing the same thing we are a couple weeks ago. Um, that is – that is that. I mean, there's no way to describe, like, there there is a – there is a weakness in that defense as, as good as Weddle's played so far. And Chase is just a guy that – and, you know, and the Bengals have proven so far that they can take advantage of that one play. And we complain – we talk about teams all year, Mo. We talk about teams that are like they, – they miss that one play, and that's the difference in these great teams. The Bengals always seem to when – when they get the matchup, Burrow seems to find it, the coaches seem to find it, and they, they seem to expose it. And Chase will just just bury a team. I mean, whether it's a screen pass going for seventy yards or you know whatever, they just as soon as they get the matchup they like. You know, last week Kansas City brings a safety down; it's a touchdown. I mean, it, they recognize it. They, you know, we talk about all these quarterbacks like, oh, they missed that, they missed this. They don't seem to miss it. And so, like, if you make three mistakes, you might give up two touchdowns and another fifty yards to Jamar Chase and completely turn the Super Bowl around. And, uh, Tyree Kill fast. Tyree Kill can do that to a team. Like, yeah. you you make a mistake and he's gone. You know, it's peace symbols that he's out. But um, yeah, I like Jamar Chase too. So you're number five. Um, I already went through my five. You got Matt Stafford, quarterback, Los Angeles Rams. I had him. I think I probably. I, I couldn't really decide. I didn't completely rank him, but I think I had, I think I went seven with Stafford. I had him in my top five at first and I started thinking about it. And I'm like, I know how important he is, but if we're just going to put important, then Stafford and Burrow are one and one, right? Like if we're just going with importance. So then I'm like, well, and Stafford's played great. It's not a knock, 
But it's just these other players are just so good and such standouts that I've I've got Stafford just out of my top five. So, um, I, what do you what do you like about Matt Stafford that you've seen this year? Has he answered the questions and uh, so on and so forth? Uh, well, he has one more question to answer, right? Like this is he has the question of all questions to answer. Uh, he's proven, you know, the Rams right, the front office right, making that move. They felt like they were essentially a Matt Stafford type of quarterback away from returning to a Super Bowl and possibly winning. So uh, if that if they do end up winning, that would stand true. I put him on there solely to put the pressure on Matt Stafford. I think he's just as talented as anyone, almost just as talented as any one of these guys. We know he can sling the ball around uh, across the field, but I'm putting the pressure on Matt Stafford. Uh, hold me true that I, that I put you on this list because there's a few guys that I think are a little more important, but the Rams lose this game if Matt Stafford has his pick six, you oh. know, episode or he has multiple turnovers. Like, the Rams lose this game. They cannot afford to turn the ball over, and I think they need a, a, a effort. Not just effort. They need an A performance at the very least. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I think, he, I think so because the thing about it, we look at Aaron Donald, we look at Jalen Ramsey, we know that defense can make up, but what's the biggest thing? When you play a high-powered offense, if you're not putting points on the board, your defense gives eventually. That's it could true. be the second quarter. It could be the third quarter. It could be a trench fight, and it's 6-3, to three, and the Rams have done everything they could do. The Bengals have done everything they could do, and one of these defenses are going to bite, and it's going to be the big plays. And so if Matt Stafford's not holding, if the defense is playing great and he's not holding down his end, they don't win this game. They, it's not going to come down to the defense when you look back and it's all said and done. It might even be a low-scoring game, but it'll be that one or two times. If it's a low-scoring game, it'll be that one or two times the defense gave up the big plays in it, or because Matt Stafford or Joe Burrow didn't make the big plays when the defense finally had a letdown, uh, one play, two plays. I really think that could be the difference if the Rams don't blow out uh, the Bengals just because of all the talent. But I'm putting the pressure on Matt Stafford. You want to be in the top five? You want to make me look good and, and, you know, let me – beat my chest on you having a great performance than repeat last week, uh, repeat two weeks ago, you know, yeah. for two fifty plus going for multiple touchdowns. Like I need to repeat a last week's performance, uh, minus the interception. And I think he could do that. And we know Matt Stafford, I, wonderfully re- talented player yeah. comes to throwing a, a throw of the football. He's played great. I mean, he had, he had, I mean, the Rams had the, that, that really bad month in the middle of the season, but these playoffs Stafford's really played. He's made some really great throws. Again, he's, he's, he's found the weak, like when they've, uh, when they've got a, you know, a weakness in the defense, they've exposed it. He's taken chunks. He's done really good on third down. Uh, he had the one play last week that it wound up being nothing because, you know, uh, was it tart tart dropped the what would have sh- really should have been a really, really tough interception to overcome for the Rams, but he did. He dropped it. So I can't put that on Stafford. That was the one Detroit line staff Stafford throw that he made that I'm like, uh, but yeah. overall Stafford's really had a good playoffs. And, and again, it's the third down throws. It's the getting it into the windows and, you know, getting everybody involved, uh, you know, if, whether it's OBJ or cup or mm-hmm. taking advantage of the mismatches and the open guy and stuff like that. I think, I think he's really, I mean, obviously, this game hinges on him. I mean, everybody's looking at him right now. You know, the narrative is on the Super Bowl. The young guy gets it's like it doesn't matter what he does. He's right now. Everybody's like Joe Burrow is going to go to the next 20 Super Bowls, even though we know that's not how it works out. You know what but I mean? No matter how talented he is and no matter how bad he plays mm-hmm. in this game, he there's no pressure on Joe Burrow. No, no, no. And that's zero. dangerous. That's what's dangerous. And that's also why I didn't make my top five, because I don't think where well, I rank him as a quarterback anyway. I can't put him there because he's barely 
top 10 quarterbacks. Okay, let's let's talk about where, where you had Joe Burrow. Let's just have the Joe Burrow conversation because I had him, I think, probably seven. I had him um, at nine. I, had that's, him at I nine. think that's fair. I think that's fair. Because there's no pressure. Uh, like, if he plays bad, nobody cares. Like, it's yeah. it's that plain and simple. Like, it's not going to – the fact that the, he took the Bengals to the Super Bowl, he was the, the head yep. honcho of this Bengals Super Bowl team, he's done enough to earn his respect for yep. moving forward. So, like, if he plays bad and – and Aaron considering the game and Jalen Ramsey has a game, nobody cares. Nobody's gonna say Earl's a fraud, not in the Super yep. Bowl. Yeah, he's kind of where golf was a few years ago for the Rams. Like nobody really cares that golf lost that Super Bowl. No, uh, against against the so Patriots. A couple years later, when they're like, okay, this is the same team that made it to the Super Bowl. You took away Todd Gurley, mm-hmm. proved everything we said that that you needed the playmakers around you. It wasn't you that got us there. It was our defense and Todd Gurley having an MVP like season, and so. But that's not the case with Joe Burrow, but it is this year. It's like, okay, if he loses, like you get multiple years to redeem yourself before we really fall out of love with you or fall deeply in love with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's why I put him at nine. I mean, talent wise, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't even, I mean, yeah, really talent is a quarterback. So you know. Burrow's a good quarterback, but I mean, th- I know it sounds like I'm, I'm saying a what if situation here, but the Kansas City really. I mean, that game should have been put away. He he was slipping sacks that he shouldn't have slipped. I don't think he'll slip them against the Rams. Um, I, I don't I don't see him escaping, you know, th- those tackles like he did last week. Um, I just just everything he took advantage of all the mistakes by the Chiefs, but also it, he's he's a hard one to explain. He's one of these guys that he makes the throws when they need him. He's he's doing a really good job of reading defenses and stuff. But as far as like just where he's at, he's in his second year coming off the knee injury and everything, his talent level. I think to put him at nine, one of the if you told me a year ago, next year we're gonna rank him the ninth best player in the Super Bowl, everybody, everybody would yeah, be like we would yeah, we're, like, we're canceling like, our subscription to off the ball network YouTube, which everybody ought to subscribe to, by the way. And if you think about it with Joe Burrow, here's here's my biggest thing about him, and it's not a knock, it's like you don't remember the bad Joe Burrow plays because he makes the right good when he needs to make a good play, he makes it. And that's what great quarterbacks do. Now, obviously, there's a little more consistency with them, but I mean, he's carried his team to the I ain't gonna say he carried his team to the Super Bowl. That would be disrespectful to the other players, but he's done what he needed to do to get as oh, a absolutely. his team to the Super Bowl. And he makes bad plays or doesn't, but when he needs to make a play, when it absolutely needs to happen. Joe Burrow makes it, and yeah. that makes you in that moment forget about everything prior to that because yeah. from that play moving forward it caused the touchdown. It, it would score the touchdown. Just remember, like he was getting sacked. This goes back to the when they played Kansas City in the regular season. He got sacked twice, and then <laughs> threw an incomplete pass, bad pass, and then on what fourth and eighteen, he throws it over the top to Jamar Chase for a first down, and they end up scoring and ultimately yep. taking the lead in that game. That wiped out the two sacks that he shouldn't have took. He should have threw the ball away. That wiped out the bad throw that he made on third down because he made that play when he absolutely needed it, when the game was on the line, or the moment in the game it was on the line. If it was win or lose, Joe Burrow made it. And that's kind of been his, you know, ever since his national championship year at LSU, that's kind of what he does. And, like, I mean, obviously he had an elite year. Yeah. And he and it's and it's early. I, I give him full credit to everything he's done. But you're right. I you know I always I always say this. I can't I can't go I can't watch these games and go back and watch the games and act like you know the screen pass to Perrin was the biggest play of the of the game last week and saved the game. Right. Those count. I mean I know it's I you know what I mean I know it's a a long touchdown for Burrow or whatever. But 
but what he what he does do is he gets up from getting sacked, uh, you know, a record amount of times. Like he has been sacked a record amount of times. He's pushing, I think it's like around sixty for the year. You know, he's obviously a tough kid. He's obviously a smart kid. People follow him. Um, but as far as like players in this game, I I can't compare him to like. <laughs> Yes, my my lovely mother. We do think the Rams are better than the Chiefs and the Bengals, but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, clearly. But, in our but, list. but I see, I see her point. What she's trying to, she's a Bengals fan, and she's trying to say, well, wait, a minute, the Bengals just beat the Chiefs. How much better are the Rams? That's a great question. That's that's a fair argument. It but, depends um, on the week, essentially. So what was weird is I, you know, obviously the Bengals' offensive line. I really couldn't come up with anybody. <laughs> they've they've. They've done an all right job of kind of circling the wagons after the Tennessee game, and they're in the Super Bowl. Full credit. They're in the Super Bowl, but I couldn't come up with a guy that was good enough to put I, even in my top 10. The Rams do it by unit. I, I personally am not – I don't have a good enough eye for offensive linemen to pick the best offensive linemen. Did you have any offensive linemen around your top 10? Uh, it would have been Whitworth. Um, Whitworth he, he was kind of like peaking, you know, his importance. I mean, I, I tried to figure out a way to put my bias in there and have like Isaiah Prince in the top 10. Cause you know, former Buckeye, like, let me put my bias fully in there and see if I can slip them in there. But, bias could have, a- but I got a form. I got another former Buckeye in there so in, in the top 10. So, cause That's I think true. Von Bell, I think Von Bell is highly important in this game. You think he's better than Bates on that team? I think he's going to be more important than Bates. Well, that, that wasn't the list, Mo Murphy. <laughs> but I got Bates in there too. I got both of the safeties. I think ba- I think Bates is I top Bates ten ahead of Von Bell. I got I had Von Bell at ten. I got Bates at seven. Yeah, but then him. you know, then you know, then this is where once you get to that ten number, that's where you start figuring in Von Miller. You start figuring in uh, Leonard what, Floyd, Odell Beckham. You Jr. start fig- exactly. Uh, OBJ could. Uh, there's a world where we'll do this later. We'll do some Super Bowl previews, you know, coming up for Off the Ball Network. But there's a world where OBJ is Super Bowl MVP, and I don't think it's that unrealistic because of everything that we've said tonight. And but, I think uh, T. Higgins would also have an opportunity to do that too. Absolutely, Ramsey. If Jalen Ramsey is the guy that takes Jamar Chase out of the game, then they're if they win this game and their offense comes from somewhere, Burrow could throw for two twenty and two touchdowns, but 115, 120 of that was to T. Higgins and two touchdowns. Yeah. And there you go. So, like, there's so much – there's really so much talent on this team. And the only focus will be the fact that Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, and Aaron Donald will be able to take advantage of that offensive line. That's the factor why people would shy away from betting on the Bengals. Like, it's minus four and a half, I think, right now. But that offensive line having to stop, probably the best defensive line in the face. And they haven't done it all year. It would – like, there is is nothing that anybody can see – that would make you think they can't. If San Francisco got bullied around there, they got a really good offensive line. And Ryan Hill isn't uh, yeah. Stafford either. Like, you're not right. Joe Burrow, the, the Rams will not sack Joe Burrow nine times and lose that game. Like, because Matt yeah. Stafford is obviously better than Ryan Tannehill, but that was the difference was like, if the Tennessee Titans had a slight upgrade at quarterback, and I don't even, they, it doesn't have to be huge, a slight upgrade. Derek Carr on the Tennessee Titans wins that game. Like, oh, that's just you're like, right, though. Like, Dak Prescott on the Tennessee Titans wins that game. Like, I don't need the biggest upgrade. I didn't need a top five quarterback, but I needed a guy that could really make those plays when you need them to, especially when your defense is doing that job. And because they made those type plays, knocked them down nine times, sacked them nine times. Yeah, it's just the slightest upgrade. So, to me, Matt Stafford is a, is a major upgrade from Ryan Tannehill. So if they get to him nine times, pff, 
Yeah. It, it might be a bad, it might be a boring <laughs> Super Bowl. We might be entertained for the halftime show and then we'll like start going to bed early, stop drinking, <laughs> start shaking off the hangover, you know, prepping for the hangover, take your pile and all drink your uh, water. You, we, we, we'll be scheduling a show. You know that. We'll be like, hey, we, but still, it'll just be one of those like, but I don't think it turns out that way, but it no, has the potential to turn out that way. If, if they're getting to them like Tennessee was, that off that Rams offense yeah. is not the Tennessee Titans offense, especially Derrick Henry wasn't fully healthy. They got the plethora of running backs. They got the receiving core they got, and they got Matt Stafford leading the helm. Like that, it, it, it would. That's be what I was gonna say. I, I didn't. He didn't make my top ten. But as far as like just in in this one game, Cam Akers could have a, a, a really good game. Like he's you know because when the you know last week when Cincinnati dropped eight on Kansas City, they did zero zero to help out Mahomes. Stafford would easily give it to Akers and let him take 10 yard chunks at a time. Like um just kind of like the Tampa Bay game. I would say it'd be closer to that, but we'll see. But um, you know, the fumbles obviously there, there's no way I could put him in the top 10 with the fumbles he's had and, and you know he's had the year off and all that. But he as far as top 10 Hubbard yeah, right, yeah like but as far as if, if we was doing a show on like who could be impactful in this game, like I, I got Akers right up there. Like he's a I think he's a, well, you know what, and and Mixon too. But I mean Mixon yeah, the running Mixon, backs running game could be which huge it could be but then we're now we're to like okay it's probably not we know how this is going to go it's going to be quarterbacks throwing the ball all over the field and, and, no, and no lead is safe so that's what the world that's what the world wants to see we want to see the quarterbacks we want to see a joe burrow versus matt stafford shootout like we'll if get i could it. get a 42 to 38 super bowl perfect for me like hey, i don't just dog in this fight so give me 42 to 38 joe burrow and matt stafford both have legendary performances hey. Just one has to win. Give me a Nick Foles versus Brady again. Let me get and a let's Nick. Let's face Foles it. Brady. Let's face it. For all the for all the um, conspiracy theorists and the game is rigged. If there was ever a Super Bowl that was going to be rigged to try and make people forget about what's going on in the NFL, this would be one of them. This might be a 59-57 double overtime shootout. I would take it. I would yeah. take it between. Bur I'd take two. Give me a repeat of the Eagles and, and Patriots where. What Brady threw for over 500 yards? Yeah, I believe so. Threw for multiple touchdowns. It, it was in the high scoring game. Like I, I love. I'm an offensive guy. I don't want to see a trenches oh, yeah. 17 to 14. I want to. I want to. I want to see. I want to see a guy get sacked 10 times, but I also want to see him throw for 500 yards. I want both. Yeah, <laughs> I like, want defensive. I want. Yep. Figure out a way. He threw two basketball. Is what I'm talking about. Yards. Yeah, he, he threw two picks, but still threw for 500 yards and four touchdowns. Oh, man. Turnovers were a pick six. They answered right back off of that. Like that's the type of football I want to see. I don't want to see any more. Let's just ground and pound and, and <laughs> win in the trenches and seventeen to fourteen oh, out of there and hoist the Lombardi Trophy. Like nah, I don't, don't want to see that. I saw ten to three a few years ago and that was one of the most disappointing Super Bowls I've ever seen. In my I life. like that game, but I don't want to see it again. I actually just watched rewatched that Rams Patriots game again the other day. I won money on it too. That helps. I'm not gonna lie, but I watched it again and it was bad. But it was just I, I had, defense like yeah but some of it was bad offense like jared yeah, goff if jared goff if they have matt stafford that game they win a super bowl by 20 that night that night like, yeah that was, if, was, if that offense was putting out that output yeah. where they only scored 10 points like yeah matt stafford scores more than three points in that game he scores more than 10 points in that game but that's what i don't want to see that and like even when you look at it like it does have the potential that it can be a dog fight early but points are going to be scored at some point like yeah. the offenses are 
are going to go up. I know your mom said she wants to see 58-0 Bengals at halftime. <laughs> I think I would love to see that story, though. Like, if they were up 50-0, to I think, like, you know what? Let's bring the whole Joe, Joe Burrow's the next Tom Brady. Create content oh, for the next oh. two weeks. I'm good with that. Joe Burrow is Tom oh, Brady. Obviously, it's obvious that you don't live in Ohio because I don't want that at all. I'm, I'm, I'm full. I'm full. Well, so. yeah, but I don't live in Ohio, so I don't have to deal with that, especially on a daily basis. I don't know really. I mean, a lot of my family is in Cincinnati and they're Bengals fans, but oh my, like, yeah, a lot of them like they live in Cincinnati or Columbus, so a lot of them are Bengals fans. They have a dog in this fight. I don't care. Like if my family's upset about, it, I just want to see a great Super Bowl. But and, and let's well, put halftime. Joe Burrow is, is and we can put like <laughs> we can put something to bed too. They're like. Let's not play this. It's us against the world. It's minus four and a half. That's that's not yeah, that's not bad underdogs. No. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing this. Like nobody believes in us. Well, apparently a, a bunch of people do because it's four and a half. Because like, any other time, if they, I could see if you were like my, a touchdown, six and a half. Or anything, more, like, anything over there. a touchdown. Yeah, and anything over Bowl, a touchdown. Like, and I even say six and a half just because that means like the Rams are going to win by a touchdown. Like if you're betting on the yeah. Rams, they at least win by right. seven. Which turns out not. To, when you're bet from a betting standpoint, yeah, but losing by a touchdown doesn't mean you got blown that's out. What, that's like, what I'm saying. Could be like it was 21-21. Matt Stafford had the ball with two minutes left and he scored a touchdown. We only yeah. were left with 40 seconds that couldn't answer. And then like, okay, you lost by seven, but that's not a you didn't get blown out. You didn't you get manhandled the whole game. Like it could, could come down to that. You could lose by you could lose by a touchdown in overtime and lose by six. And that that beats the point spread, and you you were you went to overtime in the Super Bowl. So I'm just saying. So uh, all right, Mo Murphy. Hey, thanks so much for doing this, man. Everybody that's uh, watching on Off the Ball Network YouTube, we you know, appreciate it. Subscribe. Go find Up in Flames anywhere you get podcasts. Subscribe to that. I'm Jeff Need Sports. We got a lot more stuff coming up, and we got about ten days now to get ready for the big show. And uh, we're ready for it over here at the network. Um, I know Mo's ready. You got a lot of stuff going on, don't you, Mo? Yeah, I do. Between covering the draft, thinking about what we're doing, really for Super Bowl week. I know oh, yeah, go, yeah, go check, go check out the draft capital NFL too. I'm sorry, I'm glad you brought that up, man. Uh, a lot of good stuff going on right now. Uh, go to Off the Ball Network on Twitter, uh, Facebook. You got, you guys know how to find us. All the links will be in the audio version of this. Um, you're all great. Um, we hope it's a good Super Bowl, Mo Murphy. Thanks for being here, and we're out.